Welcome to the Tex Ags Maroon and White Report, an hour-long Aggie football show heard weekly on the CRM Sports Network at this station. I'm your host, Gabe Bach. The Aggies are coming off of a 59-7 win over Northwestern State in the 2018 opener and the official launch of the Jimbo Fisher era in Aggieland. They gained 758 yards of offense in the win. That's the second-highest single-game output in school history, the most total yards in a game since 1990. A&M rushed for 503 yards, the first 500-yard rushing performance that same year, 1990, when Bucky Richardson and Darren Lewis were toting the football at A&M. That's 28 years ago. Also the first time since 2003, 15 years, that the Aggies have eclipsed the 400-yard rushing mark. Well, they eclipsed the 500-yard rushing mark last week. Yeah, they did it against uh, subpar competition. Travion Williams led the nation in rushing with his 240-yard effort against the Demons. That's the third highest single game total in school history. You'll hear that it's the second highest single game total dating back to Bob Smith's 297-yard performance in 1950 against SMU. They didn't count bowl stats for a long time. Curtis Dickey in 1978 in the Hall of Fame Bowl in Birmingham against Iowa State had a 276-yard performance. So really, if you look at it historically, Travion Waves a heck of an effort. 240 yards on the ground and a little over a half of football. That's third all-time single game at Texas A&M. This week, all eyes on college football and College Station, all eyes on the college football world here, right here in Aggieland. Second-ranked Clemson Tigers coming to Kyle Field. Everyone's going to be tuned in and watching this one. College game day will be on hand at 6 o'clock. The kickoff's on ESPN. Game day will be here prior to that 6 o'clock kickoff, 8 to 11. Vegas has the Tigers as a nearly two-touchdown favorite. Not many people outside of College Station are giving A&M a chance to really win it, but a lot of people that we've had on this week on our local show, Texas Radio, nationally think A&M can keep it close and turn it into a close game, tight game, maybe a one-score, single-digit game going into the fourth. And if that happens, if the clock strikes the fourth quarter, rolls into the fourth, and they're sawing varsity's horns off at Kyle Field with 100,000 strong, and it's a single-digit game, Kyle Field will have never been better than it'll be Saturday night. And that could make a significant impact. Now, don't tell Jimbo Fisher and the players that A&M team, that A&M doesn't have much of a chance. This team's very confident. There's a lot of believability uh, in this week, going into this week two showdown on Saturday night with the Clemson Tigers. Coming up in the program, we'll look back on the win over NSU. We'll dive into the matchup with Clemson. We'll pick a few games that matter in the SEC and around college football. We'll be joined by AM quarterbacks Jimmy Wright and Trevor Knight and former Texas AM defender Justin Dunning. All that coming your way next on the Texags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. All across Texas and beyond, people are buying from Tom Light Chevrolet. Why? Because we constantly challenge ourselves to give you unrivaled savings. With the most competitive internet pricing available, there's no need to drive all over the map for the best closeout deals of the year. Tom Light Chevrolet has the largest selection of Silverados, Cruises, Corvettes, and Camaros in the Brazos Valley. You want more for your trade? Come in and get a free cash offer on your old car with no obligation to buy. Tom White Chevrolet is your official Auto Trader trade-in marketplace dealership. Feel free to walk away with cash or use it as a down payment on your new Chevy. Because we know that when you see these amazing closeout prices, you'll never want to shop anywhere else. That's why since 1972, all roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet. Come and see our team at North Earl Rudder Freeway in Bryant or shop us online all the time at TomLight.com. Chevy, find new roads. As a business owner, your daily focus is on increasing sales, decreasing expenses, and maximizing profit. And while you may have insurance for your business, you may not know if the coverage is adequate or if you're paying too much. With Dexter and Company Insurance, they'd like to help you out. Since 1876, Dexter and Company has been serving the business, home, and auto insurance needs of Texans for a reason. They provide the most comprehensive insurance coverage at the best price. For a quote on your insurance, call 764-8444 or click DexterCompany.com and see what Dexter and Company can do for you. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. Uh, Moving expenses? 
There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than $0.02 per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. Hey there, I'm a glue stick, so I have one job. I glue kid stuff. So sorry for being jealous of Geico, who does a ton more. Like give you 24-7 access to thousands of licensed agents. And Geico has been around for over 75 years and has a 97% customer satisfaction rating. While I've just got mediocre adhesive skills, Geico also has an award-winning mobile app. Uh-oh, arts and crafts time. No eating the glue stick, Miss Lydia. Geico, expect great savings and a whole lot more. Listening to the Tex Ags Maroon and White Report, CRM Sports Network, Gabe Bach with you, and we're joined every week on our local show by an 83-year-old former quarterback in the mid-50s at Texas A&M who coached was offensive coordinator at Tennessee and Mississippi State. He's been a staple of this show for a long time. The man knows the stuff. People like to say he's sharp as a bowling ball. The chief of police, Jimmy Wright, is with us, and he'll be a mainstay on this program throughout the fall. Jimmy Wright with us on the win. We'll start. How are you How doing that? today, Gabe? You doing great, Jimmy. The, Appreciate. I know you were in the press box. Yep. And I know that you were not surprised that we beat them that bad because we were favored by forty three or forty six. So any way we did it, we beat the spread. Right. See? Okay. It's but the way it looked, though. So thing, let's look back, and then we'll look ahead to Clemson. The thing about it is you can talk about beating a team, but these stats over here are so impressive, not only defense but offense, unbelievable. Yeah, you called them gaudy during the I break. mean, they were gaudy. I mean, <clears throat> you take our – the most impressive thing was our defense. Then you okay. look at Then you look at the offense, and they run off 61 rushing plays, 35 passes. For 758 yards or something like that. 758 and, is uh, second all-time. And, and, I mean, this is an all-time stats. And when you look at the defensive stat, Northwestern State had 13 rushing plays for 21 yards. That's less than two yards a carry. <laughs> right. And then they had 35 passes, and you total up their yardage, and – they don't even make five yards per carry per play. See, I'm talking about adding total passes. Mm-hmm. And one of those was like a 71 yard oh, touchdown. That was a, no, I call it a trip play. Yeah, it got Renfro fell down. tripped. <laughs> Renfro tripped, I believe, number 20. I, I had Elam on that one. Was it, was it Ronnie Elam? Because it was later in the game. I think yeah. the starters were off the field. Okay, yeah. so it was, it was Elam then that tripped, and the guy went 71 yards. Uh, that was their highlight of the game, I thought. Yes, of course. And that guy was a five-star receiver transfer from LSU. And, and remember now, they ran 13 plays on ru- rushing, 35 passing. Both passers were nine for something, nine for something. Mm-hmm. And they passed for only 51%. Okay, they only ran now total plays, 35 and 13 is 48. I mean – you and I have not seen that in 20 years. Well, time of possession, too, 4103 41 for A&M. minutes to 18. 18.57 for yeah. NSU. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's what it's supposed to look like. Now, you, may, you have a very interesting point. The storyline for us, we've been centering on 
the quarterback play, Travion Williams, the offense running for 500 yards for the first time since 1990. They hadn't even ran, run for 400 in a game since 2003. So 15 years since they even got to 400, they got to 500 in that game. So we've been focusing offensively. Right. What did you see that makes you say, because you said it, it's very interesting, the defense had a better day even than the offense? <clears throat> I was the, – the defense was extremely impressive. I cannot believe that third and long with – they were one out of 12. I mean, that's – that is unbelievable. <clears throat> and we were 8 of 11 at 71% on offense. Our stats on offense are gaudy. Now, why I'm bragging so much and why you can talk about beating a mid-major school, but how many times – you and I have sat here in the last 10, 12 years, and we haven't done it. Or it's just been too sloppy. You Wait a minute, lost let's go to back them. to Nickel State. Right. That let's go back to Louisiana lost. Lafayette. It's tied at halftime. Right. That was just last year. Let's go year. back to Louisiana Lafayette with Kyle Allen. We barely beat him. Monroe. Oh, yeah, 2014. Yeah. That's right. I Could mean, have easily lost that game. You go all the way back. A&M lost to Lafayette in 96 and lost to Tulsa in 91. What about going back to Louisiana Tech, I believe, and Johnny Manziel barely beat them 59 to 57. That's true. Now, that was a really good mid-major. Sure, I know it was good, but it's still a mid-major. Right. I mean, there's always these words in, in the coaching profession above the head coach. Games you should win, games you can win, and games you can't win. We're not going to get criticized as long as AM plays their heart out this Saturday. Mm-hmm. See? Because yeah. this is a number two team. Right. But you go in there and you stink up against UAB or ULM, the fans are going to be the first one that are saying, Golly Moses, see? Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what happened last year is a very, very good example yeah, of that. and you can Stunk go back to, join to Arkansas against... State against Sherman. Mm-hmm. See, uh, what I'm saying is right. that that we we should beat Northwestern State, and the stats are so good, so impressive. It's unbelievable how they are. Not only the defense was the most impressive part, the offense was great. Now, Kellen Mond was the real – Surprise to me in composure, intelligence, knowledge, quick release. I think he completed 17 of 35 for 71 percent. High no 68 percent. 17 high, of 25. Highest he'd ever done. Mm-hmm. Nick was five of eight, and Connor was one for one. So Connor had the highest percentage at 100, <laughs> but he was one for one. But I told everybody he could run, and he did. Yep. And I was very impressed. Now, I thought number seven was Vernon Jackson, but the program says it isn't. No, Jay Sean Corbin seven. And, Vernon and number three, three is is Vernon Jackson. Yes, they both look good. Now Jackson had the fumble, but now nah, that's going to happen. He'll learn from that. Those two look really good. Yes, I mean they really look like uh, they know what being a tailback's all about. Now, I'm not saying that Strong and, and uh, what's that? Uh, Prince. Prince Denrick and Jacob Cabote, they came, they played seven tailbacks. Seven tailbacks and a fullback. Right. Yep. <laughs> and, they, and, I mean, they played, they played more tailbacks in one game than McKinney played in six years, really, see. No question. And so I was very much impressed with the young guys. And I think in terms of if there was one thing that I didn't like, is Kellen Mond had a little bit too much pressure put on him by the O-line, by the D-line against our O-line. Mm-hmm. And, and if A&M is going to really move the ball against Clemson, the O-line has got to pick it up on pass protection. We'll have more with Jimmy Wright and look ahead to the matchup with Clemson next. Tex-Ags, Maroon and White Report, CRM Sports Network. Hey, 
back with you on the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network with Jimmy Wright looking ahead to this matchup Saturday. Kyle Field against the Clemson Tigers. They don't they, – they, when you go out there on Sunday after a game, you have the same uh, procedures that you do on film and warming up. And then Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, you hit. And you really have to have detail and dedication and desire because you're going to work hard. You're not going to be sitting out there counting your roses and looking around. <laughs> you, you got, you're going to be working all from, from 4 o'clock to 6.30. I'm, I'm serious about it. All these co- – Urban Meyer's the same way. Nick Saban. Nick Saban. He's, he's probably the best at this. Fisher worked the team just as hard in spring practice as he's working them now. Now, he worked them just as hard – for Northwestern State, he doesn't let off on Northwestern State and then say, okay, we got a big game, now we're going to have to really get after it. No, they're getting after it. I watch the spring and fall. They're getting after it right now. I hope I answered your question. Outstanding. Okay, 693-1150 if you want to get in. You got any final questions for Jimmy Wright? People are loving it, Jimmy. Uh, Sandy, Jimmy Wright's talking as fast as Jimbo this morning. That must mean he's quite <laughs> excited. Ria Doceron comes in. Jimmy's forgotten more football than we all know. He's the chief of police. He is as sharp as a bowling ball. Yeah, that's Ron Loop. <laughs> sharp as a bowling ball. That's right. Okay, so the topic is interesting. Where do you come off on your number related to your confidence in A&M's offensive front against a great defensive line. Right. How confident are you? If 10 is, oh, man, I'm bleeding the maroon, and one is A&M's got no shot, are you somewhere in the middle? Are you a little more positive? Give me a number. Okay, I think A&M, I think A&M has got a great shot. I really do because of the, the, ver- of the type of offense they, they run, Gabe. They can handle more uh, – the ability to change formation, add blockers, uh, add, add more backs, and they can, they can widen the gaps. They cannot be one-dimensional. They cannot go out there and do nothing but run and can't pass. They cannot go out there and pass and can't run. For Northwestern State ran 13 rushes for 21 yards. If we do that against Clemson, we're going to get our rear end beat. See, we yeah, can't do that. But if Florida State had Jimbo Fisher, they may wake up winners this morning. That's so right. There's a difference yeah, in the There's a big difference of play calling. Right. I mean, he's got a system. He's got – he has got – in his mind, he knows exactly the formations he wants to run certain base plays, certain plays to, to make the 4-3 or the 4-2-5 hurt it. And he's got passes that he likes. He's got a system set up so does mike elko on defense he's got Absolutely. a system and See, he's coached against these guys that's right he's yeah. he's been Three against years. waste forest he's been against clemson and and uh to me the biggest thing that you have got to do strike first score first get them on their heels the crowd is going to annoy them believe me and they're going to when they when they if we go ahead seven to nothing and go ahead 10 to nothing, they're going to be over there saying, hey, what the heck's going on here? Just like we did Alabama in 2012. See, now we cannot go out there. We had only one turnover. We fumbled the ball. Michelle Paul fumbled a punt, I believe. And then we had a fumble and lost it. Now, this is the type of game. This is a big daddy game. This is not one of them uh, play-around games. This is a big-time game. So turnovers got to be zero. I'm telling you. Yep. You cannot get a punt block like Florida State did last night. This is what no this way. coach lives for. Yes. And because of that, I think that will trickle down because everything starts at the top. This coach lives for moments like this and games like this. If and I think that same energy is going to trickle down to the If floor. you're coaching big-time football, this is the type of game that all coaches, position, players, head coach, especially a guy like Coach Fisher or Coach Bryant or Woody Hayes or Urban Meyer, they are ready, I'm telling you. Yep. Before you go, because we are back okay. out of time, because Colin Gillespie is waiting in the way. Oh, okay, He's good. In. And the head yell leader, uh, Gavin Sewell. So looking forward to that. <clears throat> One quick key. Like, okay. Look, hey, look, this is not going to be easy. It would be a major upset. Oh, major. If A&M does X, they're going to win the game. 
fill in the blank. What if, do they have to do? If A&M is two-dimensional, they can run and pass and improve their long-gaining Long gainer plays, explosive plays, huge, huge. See, they they had they had uh, better. They had some. They had about eight or nine long gainers over twenty yards, passing and running. Okay, number three is improve your pass protection block with more bodies to protect. And four, Kellen Mond and Nick Starr will have a great game. And if they, like if they do that, if they do that, because the defense is going to be solid. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. And, and if we keep the score uh, 24-20, uh, 21-17, we keep it in the low 20s, A&M could pull off a major upset. I hope we're sitting here t- Tuesday talking about yes. it. Yes. I mean, it's going to be fun, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it sure is. It's going to be fun. I know you'll be at Kyle. Oh, yeah. I'll be in the press box. Thank you, Jimmy. Appreciate it very much. Oh, enjoyed it. Our thanks to Jimmy Wright, one quarterback to the next, and way, way later, Trevor Knight just two years ago. Jimmy Wright was in the mid-50s. Trevor Knight, 2016 quarterback war number eight and you know they got all these multiple numbers now where you're an offensive player and defense player wearing the same number well the defensive number eight in 2016 was justin dunning they played together they wore the same number trevor knight and justin dunning will join me next we'll look back a little bit hit some highlights areas of confidence going into the game against clemson this saturday they'll do that next on the texas maroon and white report crm sports network The Samsung Galaxy Note 9 has arrived at Sprint. For a limited time, get the super-powerful new Samsung Galaxy Note 9 at 50% off with a Sprint Flex lease. It's the fastest Note ever, and you can get it on a network built for unlimited. The Samsung Galaxy Note 9 is also perfect for gaming. Take your Fortnite skills to a new level with the largest battery ever seen in a Note. Along with a 6.4-inch edge-to-edge infinity screen and stereo speakers, Galaxy Note 9 also features a smarter camera and a mightier S Pen with remote control. Make the switch to Sprint right now and get the Samsung Galaxy Note 9 at 50% off with a Sprint Flex lease. Plus, get annual upgrades with Galaxy Forever. Visit a Sprint store, Sprint.com slash Samsung, or call 1-800-SPRINT-1. Note 9, 2083 per month after 2084 per month. Credit applied within two bills. Requires new line and 18-month lease. Early termination results and remaining balance due. Upgrade after 12 lease payments. Offer coverage not available everywhere. Excludes taxes. Requires qualifying plans. Subject to credit. $30 activation fee and restrictions apply. Beauty's biggest event is here. Ulta Beauty's 21 Days of Beauty. With new beauty steals every single day for 21 days. That's 50% off our most loved brands like Tarte and Anastasia. So come in today and tomorrow. And let's be real. With deals like these, you'll want to stop in every day. So hurry in. They go fast. 21 Days of Beauty ends September 22nd. Only at Ulta Beauty. The possibilities are beautiful. Hi, I'm Jessica Alba, entrepreneur and mom. When it comes to helping students succeed, I'm all in. And so is Staples. That's why I'm teaming up with Staples for Students and DonorsChoose.org, the charity that helps teachers bring learning to life. Join us by donating in store or online at staplesforstudents.com. Your donation will help local teachers make a difference for their students because every kid deserves a great start this school year. Gabe Bach with you on the Texas Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. And looking at some highlights again from week one and get some more perspectives in, we're joined in studio right now by two guys who wore number eight the same year at Texas A&M, former A&M quarterback Trevor Knight, former Texas A&M DB turned linebacker turned edge rusher, Justin Dunning with us in studio. I don't know, we might call it figure eight. Two guys who played together in 2016, both wore the same jersey number, number eight. Between the three of us, I think we're about a nine on physique. We go <laughs> hanging out someplace, have some coffee or something. Trevor Knight, Justin Dunning, and we'll try to figure this thing out piece by piece, week by week. Trevor Knight, Justin Dunning with us in studio Wednesdays at 9.05. How are we doing, guys? Good to be here, man. Good. It's going to be a fun deal, like you said. 
eight and eight, we always gave each other a hard time when we were playing <laughs> together. Who wore it better? Yeah. I think I edged him out a little bit. I don't know. Today, he's looking pretty big over here, but good to be here, Gabe. Oh, no question. JD, you're settling in a little bit on this thing, aren't you? Oh, yeah, man. It's fun. It's uh, com coming in every week, man. Just, you know, adding a little perspective onto it. It's fun. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. So let's dive in. Let's look back a little bit first. We'll look back and get you guys' thoughts on it, and then we'll try to paint the picture a little bit mm -hmm. of if A&M's going to pull what many people believe is an upset, but it sure feels like in the locker room they're not buying that. They do have a lot of belief right now. I don't, it doesn't feel like hearsay. It feels like mm -hmm. Jimbo's just got them fired up for it. It's going to be a lot of fun. We'll dive into that in a minute. Also, we want to do a hot list, and it can cross over a little bit. It can be offense players, defense players. Trev, you don't have to go all offensive if you don't want to, but week to week we'll do your hot list. Guys, it really stood out to you for various reasons, three names in the previous week. So we'll start, though, with a look back. Just overall, what did you see? Yeah, it was NSU, right? right. But a lot of teams, we talked about this on game day, Trevor, struggle in these first games against weaker opponents, directional tech, so to speak, and really just muddy it up. That's not what A&M did in the opener. What would you see? You know, we talked about this last week before the game. There were certain things that I wanted to see happen in this ballgame. Yeah, you're playing Northwestern State. It's not, you know, like an Auburn going to play a Washington. But things needed to happen with the new coaching staff, all those things. And here's what I saw. I saw Kellen go in there, and I saw him play with confidence. I thought that right. was huge. For great. him moving forward, and, and he's got to carry it into this week. I think this is obviously going to be a big test for him this week. I also love the way the offensive line played together. We talked about Eric McCoy kind of being the catalyst of that group up front. I thought he did a great job kind of managing those guys. And then you look at our defense. Our, our starting defense pitched a shutout. Again, you can say we were playing nobody, but they did what they were supposed to do. Mm -hmm. uh, we talked again about... Jay Sternberger and that and that mismatch there, and he did exactly what he's so supposed to do. So I think overall we saw everything that we needed to. Now we just got to carry that confidence into this week. Just right. I think uh, in games like this, like I said, Northwestern State, you don't really so much look at the numbers, but you look at what what is, what is the team's identity. What do we want to do with the football? How do we want to play on defense? I think on offense we got to see. We want to run the football. You know, we also want to get the ball to the tight ends. Jay Sternberger, like you said, did a fantastic job. Uh, Travion Williams, what his number was called, did a fantastic job, put up some decent numbers. I would I think. say. <laughs> and then defensively, we didn't make many mistakes at all. Defense pitched the shutout, like you said. I think uh, that's definitely going to carry over this week. But, I mean, just kind of limiting the mistakes and even no matter the opponent, just don't make mistakes, be in your gap, know your responsibility. And I think we had a pretty complete game from that aspect. Yeah, absolutely. And it's not always defensively about putting up gaudy numbers. You right. really got to dive into it. Somebody's like, oh, well, we didn't have any sacks or tackles for loss weren't that much. But guess what? The starting unit played 34 snaps. Mm. I mean, because of three and outs, you don't have more plays. When you give up 10 play drives, you have 10 chances to make a tackle. Right When you get a three right. and out, you only have three chances to make a play behind the line of scrimmage or a pick. So I'd much rather have that. 34 snaps on nine drives. I mean, seven of the nine drives – the first nine drives were punts, and seven of them were, were four plays or fewer. I mean, that is a dominant effort. Oh, yeah. Game one, I don't care who you're playing. You know, I, I think that's very encouraging moving forward. I agree, and I think that with the different pieces in place, you know, with Kingsley Kiki at end, and we just we needed to get out there. We needed to play well, like you mm -hmm. said. And you know, again, you're playing an offense that may not put up too much, many numbers this year. Um, you know, they're kind of a bottom tier Southland Conference team. But moving forward, that will give us that confidence. You know, who I, I really enjoyed seeing, and I'll touch on it a little bit later, is Donovan Wilson. Oh, yeah. You know, coming off the oh, injury. Yeah. And uh, he's, he's going to be that X factor, I think, on our defense that's going to be able to make a lot of big plays. Yeah, Dono's just got to lead with – he just can't lead with his head. He can't get kicked <laughs> right. out of games like this coming up because, right. you know, you can make a case, and I think you might have hit it on it, and Lucci certainly has from who he's talking about on the inside. There are a lot of people who think Dono's A&M's best offensive – our defensive player. Mm. You can't lose a guy in a big game like that. That's true. He's a heck of a player. I mean, he's out there playing hard. You know, he's yeah. out there going hard, trying to make plays and – like it was, it was good seeing him back out there, though. There's no doubt. I mean, the guy just – he ends plays right where they are. I mean, a guy like that, ball hawk, you wondered how good a transition he was going to make to the back safety position. I thought mm -hmm. he did a tremendous job back there. Yeah, I, I think he did, too. Again, I think we did everything that we needed to do in week one to, to gain confidence. And you know what? Even like Justin was saying, beyond the numbers, something that I was paying attention to, I was down there on the sidelines – was just like the morale around oh, yeah. the Jimbo Fisher era. And what I loved was 
They never, you know, get late in the game. They never kind of got out of it. The starters were helping the, the backups who were in there. Just the culture of the team. It felt good down there. And yeah. that, was, that was exciting to see. And even more specific, you watch Kellen kind of, you know, go out there, play well, and then and then Nick goes in mm-hmm. and he stayed engaged. They were supporting each other. Right. I think that's going to help us out way more than people think down the stretch because yeah. mm-hmm. you never know. I mean, you know, one game done, you don't know how much Nick's going to play, you don't know how much Kellen's going to play, but they're going to need each other regardless through this season. So I thought that was pretty cool to watch. What did you see from Kellen Mond and just the offense in general? Man, Eddie? Kellen was good. I think uh, I was a little bit unsure coming into the first game, you know, how he's going to really perform. Despite the opponent, 17 to 25, I think were the final stats, he looked extremely poised, did not make many mistakes at all. He just looked like a much different player than last year. I think first game last year, you, you might have seen a lot of interceptions, uh, overthrows, just kind of bad decisions. He made some really good decisions on offense. And I think the offense uh, was definitely was very, very complete whenever he was in there. I think Nick did a great job as well. But you can tell that the offense bought into both of those guys. And that was pretty it was impressive to see. Let's dive into that a little bit more, Trevor. If you guys have anything for Trevor Knight or Justin Dunning, they're in studio with me Wednesdays, 9.05. You can call or text the show at 979-693-1150. Mac Resource Computers Hotline, Commerce National Bank Text Line, 979-693-1150. Mond had some heat on him. Because of the twists and all the stuff they were doing and bringing the Mike, the linebacker, and they had some free shots on him. And last year, a lot of times, what did you notice? And I know you had your own football to worry about. So, But it seemed like a young quarterback, a young Kellerman, had trouble figuring out who, where the pressure's coming and then where he's supposed to go with the football. What I thought he did, maybe he was a little delayed on some of his decisions, but what I thought he did – was he knew exactly where to go with the football when he was going to be under pressure and then stepped up knowing he's getting hit and fired accurately. I thought just a huge – it's Northwestern State, but it's still pressure, right? I thought he did a really good job with that. I think so too, and I think that, you know, it's a comfortability factor. You know, he's a second-year guy. He's still a young guy. I mean, yes, he played last year, but you've got to realize that he hasn't played that many games. It wasn't like he was the full-time starter all of last year. So it's just coming into week one with that experience under his belt. And I think that will continue to get better as the season goes on and as his career goes on. Mm -hmm. I know for me, you know, it's just about reps. Everybody talks about reps. And, you know, as you get older and as you get more snaps under center, especially in a game-like situation, you're just going to get more comfortable with that. What I think is going to help Kellen out a lot is this offense. And, you know, everybody says, oh, well, it's a pro-style offense. He's a dual-threat guy. I, I... I don't really buy into that. Mm. I think that, you know, having all the multiple factors with having a tight end with his hand in the dirt that can also run routes like Jace can and having old number 12 back there with his hand in the dirt, lead blocking for Travion, and then the guys on the outside, it's going to open up a bunch of different multiples for this offense to where when we need to, yeah, we can run Kellen, but I think he's going to use that athleticism more as escapability and getting the ball down on the field on scramble drill more so than design runs like we did, let's say, in my offense. We'll have more with TK and JD next on the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report CRM Sports Network. Back, Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you in studio with Trevor Knight and Justin Dunning, a couple of former players here from the 2016 team, looking ahead to this matchup and the keys. How do we paint the picture looking ahead and how A&M could pull an upset here Saturday night with the Clemson Tigers coming to town? What is the area that you look at and say, you know what, there's, a, there's an area on A&M's roster. There's a, a unit, a position unit, or maybe it's an individual player, and that I'm really confident. If you boiled it down to one position, what's the area you're most confident in going into Saturday? Uh, I'd have to say the way our defensive line uh, played last week gave me a lot of confidence. I think uh, there was not the there wasn't the big numbers. Obviously, nobody had the TFLs, nobody had uh, the sacks. Obviously, like you said, but I think the way they came out and actually played was it was actually, was phenomenal. And I think if we can kind of limit their run game like that, it all it starts up front with the defensive line. 100%. I mean, Mac was a man in that game. Oh, yeah. Go back and watch the tape. He's just blowing that dude up. Now he's going to face a real challenge, All-American oh, yeah. center now. So we'll see. But you you know he's got the ability to do it. Where are you confident, yeah, I'm going to go with our offensive line. You know, okay. it, 
this is the matchup of the week. Everybody's been talking about it. I feel like I've talked about it way too much already. <laughs> Their defensive line is fantastic. It is what it is. They got two of the top five players in the country coming in here. Yep. I like the way we played last week. Yeah, we had a little bit of pressure on Kellen, but I like the way those guys came together and played. So that's going to be huge in establishing the run game. If we can establish a run game with Travion early, have the fullback, have the different look, I think it's really going to open up our offense and give us a shot to put up some points. Again, just like Justin said, it, it's going to boil down to the, our defense versus their offense. Uh, that's going to be the game changer. But I think our offensive line against that unbelievable defensive line is going to be where the match is made. This is also why you're, not, you're glad this wasn't the opener. Because how much can Jimbo, with nine days to prepare versus seven, versus basically six, you got eight days to prepare after the game versus six, is all that stuff that showed on tape with all those exotic blitzes. I mean, you're used to this, Trevor. You did it, Justin, as a safety mm-hmm. turn linebacker turned edge rusher. Right. You played every position there. <laughs> so from both your perspectives, Clemson's going to line up, and, they're gonna, and they beat a lot of teams. I mean, they don't even have to do a lot of that, but you showed – they showed you so much in that opener. How nice is it to have that first game on tape so you can make some adjustments going into the second? Well, I think the extra time is going to be huge for us. I think we have the advantage here because, yes, we have those two extra days of prep. That's going to, that's more for you know, your health. You're, that's, you're not yeah. going to do a, a lot of scheming that, in that time. The, the coaching staff will have a little bit more relaxation, but they get it done. They were, they were ready to go during fall camp. They started looking at Clemson. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm confident. It'll give us some time to get the bumps and bruises healed up. But where I think we have the advantage is Jimbo's played against this team a lot. The personnel. Absolutely. He knows their personnel inside and out, whereas I don't think that Clemson knows our personnel at all. Obviously, they've never played against us. They don't know us. Yeah, they know the type of offense that Jimbo runs, but they don't know us inside and out like Jimbo knows that offense and defense inside and out. I think that's going to be kind of the key there. Very, very interesting point. Justin, what do you think? Uh, I would also say we have the advantage. Um, I think the two extra days for the defense – specifically is going to help them get more comfortable. I think uh, when you talk about the mental aspect of the game and just kind of knowing your assignment and knowing where to be, I think that's big. Two extra two extra days of practice, you know what I mean? That's uh, You're learning your assignments, you're knowing where to be, and so I think it's going to help us definitely in the future. I mean, Jimbo goes over there last year in a nightmare season with all those injuries, and J.D. goes out early, and, uh, Francois goes out early. <laughs> and, then, and then he gets over there with Blackman as a true freshman, and it's a very hard – offense to learn when you're on the fly right I mean Blackman's a true freshman going in and learning this offense he's playing the Clemson Tigers on the road and they run for 21 yards well it was a three-point game with five minutes left to play in that game like four minutes left in the game it's a three-point game he knows this group really well my point is though he only got 21 yards rushing in that game last year Blackman just kind of muddied it up and figured it out as a freshman but Kellen's gonna need a lot of production from that run game. They're going to have to open up the holes, have to figure out the run game. The, doing some Hitting some stuff in the passing game will open up that run, but they've got to line up and block the dudes in front of them that are very talented and run the football. That'll make life a lot easier on Kellen than it was on Blackman last year on the road. Oh, definitely. And, and you just hit it on the head. I mean, you're a true freshman quarterback. I don't care who you are and where you play. There's very few true freshmen that can come in to a hostile environment like that and get it done. So that it makes a difference. A guy like that that can't open up the offense. He's, you know, every play is trying not to mess up. Now, yes, we have Kellen who hasn't played a ton of ball before, but he's comfortable. And he's going to be able to go in there and he's going to be able to hand the ball off to a Travion Williams and then hopefully make some good dink and dunks down the, you know, to Jamon Osman and to Buckley on the outside to get the game going, get some confidence going. And it'll open, open up the whole offense. Um, you know, I... I I think it's a completely different look. Um, you know, it's that was on the road last year that they had to go to Clemson. Clemson's now coming to Kyle Field. I don't think they're going to be ready for that. I don't think you can replicate that anywhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think with us True. being at home, with the big-time matchup, with some experience at quarterback, it's going to be a completely different look. And if Jimbo does what he's you know, done in the past, I think it's going to be a lot closer than people think. Sounds like you guys are giving A&M a pretty good chance to pull this oh, thing yeah. off. We have a great chance. I think uh, speaking specifically about Kellen, and let me go kind of go back a little bit to John Chavis. Whenever we played against a young quarterback, we knew we we're going to give him. We're going to dial up pressure on him all yeah. night, give him different kind of looks, different kind of blitzes, stuff he hasn't seen yet. 
we saw Kellen get blitzed last week. You know, we saw him uh, we saw him pick it up very well. And I was very impressed. Just kind of speaking about his poise, what he did when he saw the rushes coming. He got the ball off quick. Or a lot of those mobile quarterbacks that are tempted to get out of the pocket and run. We didn't see that much of that from Kellen last week. I think he was very poised. He sat in there. And running the ball is obviously going to be a major thing. But whenever we sit back and pass, he can't be, you know, scrambling out and wanting to run the ball like T. Knight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think uh, he's <laughs> sitting there making good throws and good decisions. It's something we're going to have to ask for him. And yeah. uh, he showed he could do it last week. When Clemson has the ball, they're probably going to play two guys. How apparent, how important is it? And one of those guys is a true freshman. And he made some mistakes against Furman. And he's mm-hmm. so talented. This guy's probably going to play in the NFL, Trevor Lawrence. But he's so talented. They both can run the football. They're very athletic quarterbacks. And then this guy's got a big arm, but his head could be spinning with 100,000. Clemson mm-hmm. in their history has never played under in front of more than low 90s. They're playing in front of low to mid 100s in this game. Our thanks to Trevor Knight and Justin Dunning. We'll come back and run down six games that matter around the country, week two in college football, and then some final thoughts on A&M and Clemson. The Tex-Ags Marina White Report closes out next on the CRM Sports Network. Credit products are made by WebBank. Rates and terms vary based on credit history. Amazon is not a sponsor of this promotion. Other restrictions apply. See website for details. How did I get into credit card debt? A trip to the emergency room. Car repairs. (sighs) Moving expenses. There's a million ways to get into credit card debt, but one sure way to start getting out. Avant. Avant offers access to online unsecured loans from $2,000 to $35,000 at competitive rates and no extra charges for paying back early. Over 500,000 customers have experienced the convenience of a loan through Avant. No wonder Avant has an A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. The application takes minutes, and if approved by 4.30 p.m. Central Time, Monday through Friday, funds are deposited as soon as the next business day. And now Avant will also give you a $50 Amazon.com gift card after your first payment is made on time. To check your loan options and to get this special radio offer, go to Avant.com today and enter promo code 4646 when applying. That's A-V-A-N-T.com, promo code 4646. Avant.com, code 4646. Hi, Gabe Bach here from Texags Radio, and if you're not currently a premium or varsity-level subscriber to Texags.com, what are you waiting for? Texags.com is the inside source for all things Aggie sports, the leaders in breaking news coverage, in-depth analysis, recruiting scoop, and more. Whether it's exclusive long-form interviews with Aggie players and coaches or insight on the next big recruit on his way to Aggieland, nobody covers A&M like Texags. Jump on board now and don't miss out on the very best in A&M sports coverage. It's Texags.com. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to Vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit Vistaprint.com and use promo code 1313 at checkout. That's Vistaprint.com, promo code 1313. I just saved hundreds of dollars by switching to GEICO. I'm as happy as a clam. Disclaimer, GEICO cannot guarantee you will be, quote, as happy as a clam, unquote. The GEICO legal team cannot accurately verify clams even experience the complex human emotional state known as happiness. As an invertebrate mollusk living half-submerged on the ocean floor, with no arms, legs, or wireless access, what's there to be happy about? A clam's all like, oh, I'm so happy I didn't get turned into New England clam chowder today, pronounced regionally as chowder, chowder. Oh, that's so fun to say. What were we talking about again? GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. All across Texas and beyond, people are buying from Tom Light Chevrolet. Why? Because we constantly challenge ourselves to give you unrivaled savings. With the most competitive internet pricing available, there's no need to drive all over the map for the best closeout deals of the year. Tom Light Chevrolet has the largest selection of Silverados, Cruises, Corvettes, and Camaros in the Brazos Valley. You want more for your trade? Come in and get a free cash offer on your old car with no obligation to buy. Tom White Chevrolet is your official Auto Trader trade-in marketplace dealership. Feel free to walk away with cash or use it as a down payment on your new Chevy. Because we know that when you see these amazing closeout prices, you'll never want to shop anywhere else. That's why since 1972, all roads lead to Tom Light Chevrolet. Come and see our team at North Earl Rudder Freeway in Bryant or shop us online all the time at TomLight.com. Chevy, find new roads.
Welcome back. Final segment of the Tex-Ags Maroon and White Report on the CRM Sports Network. Gabe Bach with you. Let's look at six games that matter, what the spread says at the time of recording, and pick these games real quick. We'll close with A&M and Clemson. But we'll start with number three, Georgia, taking on South Carolina that just entered the polls at 24 in both the AP and Coaches poll. That game's at 2.30 p.m. Central Time in Columbia on CBS, and Georgia right now favored by 10. A lot of people are all over South Carolina right now. You know, and they've got a really good offense. Their offense was not nearly as productive as the talent level would indicate last year, but Debo Samuel's back. He can make a difference. I think Debo Samuel is the best playmaker in the SEC, one of the best playmakers in college football. Reminds me a lot of Jarvis Landry. He's six foot, 210, something like that. Uh, not a, a, a huge guy. Jarvis Landry is 5'11", 210, 5'11", 205, something like that. A, a two-phase guy can do a lot of – just a playmaker. There's no question. That guy from LSU is one of the best. Led the NFL in receptions last year. Is now with Cleveland. Debo reminds me of him in a lot of ways. He will make a difference. How big a difference? I don't think enough. I'll take Georgia, lay the points. Georgia's lo- lost a ton of personnel from last year, and but I still think they're good enough – if they can get by South Carolina, and I think they will, I think this team runs the table. It's not like it's going to be easy. They still get Auburn, but they get them at home. They don't. They avoid Bama. So, and, they, and Florida is going to be difficult. The cocktail party is always crazy. But this is a huge test for for the dogs. I think they'll be ready. Minus ten, I'll say lay the points. I like Georgia, Mississippi State coming in the polls. Eighteen in both polls, AP and coaches at K State. 11 o'clock in Manhattan. This is on the road, an early game, a Big 12 kind of time slot, ESPN. Mississippi State favored by 9.5. Keaton Thompson was unbelievable in place of Nick Fitzgerald last week. He had seven touchdowns, but they're going to Nick Fitzgerald coming off that suspension. And it may he may muddy it up there for just a little while. New offense, new system on the road now against a tough-minded Bill Snyder team. Nine and a half feels kind of like a lot. I just think Mississippi State is so much better than K-State. I mean, they got an 80-year-old head coach, 80-something-year-old head coach over there that's gotten it done for a long time and give him credit. But Mississippi State is just a way better football team than a Wildcats team that almost lost to an FCS school last week. And they've been known to do that a time or two and then get it right and figure it out. I just like Mississippi State so much more. Their playmakers are there. Not buying what K-State's throwing out there with Delton and company offensively. I just don't think they can score points on that defense. Mississippi State will struggle early, pull away. I like them by two scores, so I'll lay the points. Arizona at Houston. Kevin Sumlin coming back to his old stomping grounds where he did not figure anything out in the opener. Put the clamps on the best playground quarterback. The best just freestyle, freelance runner quarterback in college football. And from that regard, probably the fastest. Him and Kyler in a in a forty would be fun. Kyler Murray, that is. Khalil Tate. I don't know what's going on with that offense, but they didn't let him cut loose and run. Will they do that this week? They better. Eleven o'clock in Houston. ABC, ESPN two split national game. Some of you will get it on ESPN two. Some of you will get it on ABC. Houston is favored in this game by four and a half, and I like it. Lay the points. I like Houston to beat Kevin Sumlin in Arizona. In Houston, Robertson Stadium against Khalil Tate because i just not buying what they're doing offensively, trying to force him into becoming an NFL-type pocket passer. That's not who he is. He needs to be Lamar Jackson. Okay, So I like Houston to win that game and cover the spread. UCLA against Oklahoma. UCLA and Chip Kelly's debut coming off of a loss to Cincinnati at home. Now go to Norman? No, this is going to be a bloodbath. Oklahoma's ranked fifth in the coaches. They're ranked sixth in the AP poll. The spread is 30. It's going to be a bloodbath. But will Chip Kelly let it get to 30? I doubt it. I'll go UCLA in the points. It's going to get close in terms of getting to that 30 mark. I think easily OU wins by three touchdowns. I think Kyler and and all those key skill guys, Hollywood Brown and C.D. Lamb and Rodney Anderson, those guys aren't playing in the fourth quarter. Chip can score up some – muddy it up and score some points late. 30 is a ton. It's going to be a blowout. I'm just – I'm not buying 30. So, UCLA in the points in that game. USC and Stanford, this is going to be a fun football game. Stanford's ranked ninth in the coaches, 10th in the AP. USC is 17th in the AP, up to 12th in the coaches poll. And it was 19-14 to 14 SC against 
UNLV at home in the fourth quarter. UNLV's bad. Now they go to Stanford. Stanford couldn't figure it out running the football last week with Bryce Love, but Costello was awesome, threw for 300 yards. Osega Whiteside had 200-something yards receiving. So they're getting a passing game going. They're tough-minded. They play good, decent defense. <coughs> Excuse me, 7.30 p.m. Central in Palo Alto on Fox. Stanford by three and a half. I like that a lot. I mean, easy a touchdown win, maybe double digits in this game. I really do. Freshman quarterback going on the road to Palo Alto? I, no, I'm not. I'm with Stanford on this one. Stanford, easy lay those points. And then finally, the last game, <coughs> excuse me, number two Clemson against Texas A&M, unranked, 6 o'clock right here in College Station on ESPN. Clemson open minus 13 and a half. Right now as we record, it's down to about 12. And some some obvious keys here. And if you're painting the picture for how AM wins this game, number one, they've got to win the turnover battle. I mean, you got to get one to two game-changing takeaways on defense. A big hit from Donovan Wilson, a strip sack, a you know, an interception in there. Something you got to take care of the football on your end. Mond, Travion Williams, they've they can't turn the ball over in this game. No more than one turnover, and have got to go get some. Got to win that. Number two, limit the big plays on defense, especially on the ground. I mean, game-changing mental bust, QB run game, what Kelly wants to do. Lawrence can really hit you over the top with that big arm, but he's a freshman. You can rattle him. Big game-changing mental bust have killed AM, you know, in these big type of games like against Bama. AM's played Alabama very close the last three seasons. After the 59 nothing, but 15, 16 to 17, <clears throat> it's come down to two or three little plays and bad mistakes in critical times. It's going to come down to something like that. If Adam's got a chance to win it, have to limit those. Number three, Travion Williams has to get a big game. Travion's got to go over 100 in this game, and I think he's going to do it. It's not easy to run on this team. I think Travion could get there. Number four, AM's D line. It's time to rise up and prove it. All they've been hearing is how good AM's. Often, uh, or how good Clemson's defensive line is, and that's a huge key. The obvious key is you got to go block those guys, but that's going to be really hard to block Clemson's defensive front. They're going to get theirs. You got to run the football to help Mond, protect Mond as well. Those are obvious keys, but some of those not so obvious ones, AM's defensive front. Look, they're going to be motivated because everybody's not talking about them. They're talking about Clemson. Time to rise up and prove it. You got to do, everyone's talking about the other opponent. I think. A&M in that first game really showed the talent that they've got, what they're doing with Kingsley Kiki, moving him all around. Dalen Mack seems like a man now. As a senior, Matabike's in, uh, p- playing all over the field along the defensive front. And Landis Durham, all he did is the forgotten man, led the SEC in sacks last year. So I like A&M's defensive front in this game, and they've got to rise up if A&M's going to have a chance to win it. I'll say A&M in the points minus 12. This game's going to be single digits going into the fourth. Clemson will win the game, but I like AM to cover that at minus 12. I think we're in for a tight game in College Station. All right, hope you enjoyed it. Uh, big thanks to everybody. Thanks to Jimmy Wright, Trevor Knight, Justin Dunning. Your producer is Dalton Hughes. And a huge, monumental opportunity in week two of the Jimbo Fisher era is upon us. Six o'clock kickoff on ESPN this Saturday against Clemson. And we'll be back to break all of that down and look ahead to Louisiana Monroe in week three. All that coming your way next week on the Texas Ag's Maroon and White Report, CRM Sports Network.